folks before we get into the episode here is a chance to get to know our guest arjun prakash better so i'm going to ask him a few random words and he has to answer them by sharing the first thing that comes to his mind be it in a form of a single word or a sentence so arjun i'm not going to put you on spot so that is assured from my side so if you are ready we'll kick off the first rapid yep. fire round <laughs> let's go i'm excited superb same here and uh, here comes the first word it is movie godfather invention uh necessity future right book uh to kill a mockingbird water a uh, source of life food tasty <laughs> place home name arjun <laughs> animal tiger world beautiful awesome funny and uh, that was a quick rapid fire and uh, arjun first of yeah. all thank you for participating in this so sportively and i also appreciate you proposing one of my all time favorite topics that many of us <laughs> contemplated some point in our professional lives and the topic is should you change your job or career and uh, folks whether you are feeling stuck in a job that no longer fulfills you or seeking new challenges or simply exploring avenues for personal and career growth this question can be both daunting and exciting and especially in today's fast paced and evolving world the concept of a linear career path has become less prevalent instead individuals are increasingly open to exploring different options and making changes in the career that align better with their passions values and long term goals and few experts say we need to pursue our own passion and few experts say no you don't have to pursue your passion and somebody believes that you have to go with the flow and somebody says no you have to have a predetermined path chalked out in the mind and take it forward from there however deciding whether to change your job or embark on an entirely new career requires careful consideration and thought decision making remember these career decisions are highly individual and there is no one size fits all answer or approach the goal of today's episode is to empower you with the tools and insights necessary to assess your situation identify your strengths aspirations and ultimately make the right move for your career growth and overall satisfaction So let's embark on this journey together and let's explore the possibilities evaluate the pros and cons gain the confidence to make a well informed decision about whether changing your job or career is the right step to you and folks get ready to discover new perspectives and valuable insights that will empower you on your path towards professional fulfillment and thank you so much for joining us and let's dive into the exciting world of career exploration and decision making by the way you have tuned into the guiding voice podcast series the guiding voice for a better future and i'm host navin samala a fellow professional and a passionate learner on a mission to make the world a better place to live and through the guiding voice we drive conversations that matter and conversations that add value to your life and your career and uh, thank you once again for tuning in arjun hearty welcome to the guiding voice and i'm super thrilled to have you finally we are here Sure yeah thanks for having me Navin so let's get started uh, Arjun right now you are the founder of uh, Pivot and uh, what 
are the top three things that have contributed to your success so far and especially what led to embark on your entrepreneurial journey wow we're diving right into it huh so yeah i mean there are a few different things that contribute to anybody's success right i think it's hard to pinpoint to just one thing to be honest um see firstly i i do feel like you know the kind of you know nurturing you have during your childhood and you know the kind of schooling you have during your childhood i think that matters a lot i won't dive very deep into that but i think a lot of times people just attribute success to individual qualities and i think it's important to not just focus on that but also see whether you know things uh, from a schooling education perspective have led to where you are today so for me that has played a significant role i was able to get some of the best education during high school and college right and i'm very privileged and fortunate to have had that uh, apart from that personally speaking i have always focused on learning as a big attribute throughout my career in the sense no matter which stage uh, you are at or what kind of project you are dealing with which environment or work culture you are in learning has been my north star so always you know trying to identify new things you can pick up which might be within your domain or sometimes more importantly tangentially related to your domain so for example you know i used to work in consulting in primarily like hr talent management consulting but we had to develop a very strong knowledge of how businesses work how uh, you know the the financials of a business work in terms of top line bottom line growth so i had to educate myself on that very deeply so that we could relate everything we were consulting on from a talent standpoint to what businesses were ultimately trying to achieve from a financial standpoint so learning's been a big reason why i would say you know i have been able to achieve whatever i have so far um second thing is definitely having the right people and mentors around me so again been very fortunate to have some great people very smart giving and uh, you know accomplished people who have been able to help me in my career and the last thing i would say that has helped me in my career is just making decisions based on what i think is right rather than uh, you know my peers or the environment telling me so kind of making independent calls that align with my uh, goals and priorities as opposed to saying that this is where the you know the rest of the crowd or the trend is so let me follow that i think yeah these are some of the things i would say yeah i'm i'm totally aligned to your first statement which is about it all starts with your schooling and in fact uh, i can also resonate with that statement because my school education has a profound impact of for me as an individual and the kind of career aspirations that i have and so is the case with my classmates and the uh, next important mm-hmm. aspect that you mentioned about is uh, making self decisions and this is very very important because many a times people try to get a second opinion third opinion fourth opinion and finally there will mm-hmm. be no opinion at all to take any decision and they end up not <laughs> acting on it and i've yeah there is many people doing that i think uh, that this is uh, profound and uh, arjun uh, let's talk about your entrepreneurial journey and what are some of the toughest lessons that you have learned after embarking on the entrepreneurial journey i think this one i don't know how many entrepreneurs have gone through this but i definitely had to experience uh, you know my own way of navigating this challenge uh, as an entrepreneur is 
you know, not having a tech background. Um, so what I'm building currently is a tech product, right? And initially, when I first started, I had zero understanding of anything related to tech, to be honest, right? Because I come from a consulting background. And uh, that actually hampered the initial traction and growth that I had towards building the right product, right? But but I think that might be very specific to me because there are a lot of people out there who have the tech background, may not have the business background to build a, build a product, right? Apart from that, I think one common challenge that I have seen a lot of entrepreneurs face is how do you kind of maximize your time and resources which are available very scarcely, right? There's a huge scarcity of time and resources when you're starting out. How do you leverage that for maximum impact? right so that you're also not burning yourself out completely i think a lot of people would love to let's say hire the right team members and get a lot of support from maybe consultants and agencies but you don't have all of that uh, all the resources to hire and you know work with 10 other people yeah so that actually has been the biggest learning experience for me how to do more with less mm-hmm. yeah Doing more with less uh, is going to be the future of any business that we take because we're in the world of artificial intelligence and uh, anything can be done in the span of uh, minutes using this chat GPT kind of tools. But essentially, businesses are being developed at a rapid pace and without giving attention to the optimization effort. But down the line, I think we will see a lot of uh, scope in the business transformation area. And uh, on that note, uh, you mentioned about your product is of tech background and uh, you didn't have uh, uh, technical knowledge much before getting on this. So can you briefly talk about the product that you and your team is building on? Sure. So yeah, we are building Pivot uh, and you can check it out at mypivot.work, M-Y-P-I-V-O-T dot W-O-R-K. Basically, what we are trying to focus on is build a platform that provides all the solutions a person needs to achieve their key career goals. Okay, especially at critical points in your career when you're making some sort of a transition, right? So we actually started by focusing on just career change as the problem, where let's say a person is working in um, you know a specific domain, let's say like an engineer, and they want to transition to product management or data analytics, right? How can that person do that? without spending a lot of time, money, effort on their own. And at the same time, not going through a very stressful journey where they are not able to find the right people or resources to to leverage and they have to figure everything out on their own, right? So we're building a platform where if a person is undertaking such kind of a transition or even considering, then they find the right insights, they find the right tools, and they find the right support system to be able to achieve that goal. Um, yeah, so that's what Pivot does. I mean, I can talk a lot more about that, but you know, I don't want to spend too much time. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for uh, sharing the highlights at least. And, uh, and now let's uh, get into the core of today's topic. Like, I think uh, audience must be waiting for uh, this answer. How how to decide whether you should make a job or a career transition? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. If uh, we're just talking about that open-endedly, right? I think. I personally try to make decisions using some mental models or some frameworks, okay? Otherwise, it becomes very subjective and hard to actually know if you're making the right decision or not, right? So firstly, 
when it comes to career choices you have to understand that any given point in time you don't have all the information right so you shouldn't blame yourself or regret if you make a choice which did not work out right because if you always regret or you blame yourself chances are you won't take any bold risks right because you would be very risk averse which a lot of people have become today especially in india right so i think you should try and make decisions based on whatever information you have at any given point in time and in case things don't work out have a plan b that's number 1 right now in terms of deciding how to choose between a job and career transition i think it's a very simple framework that i have so the framework that i use is basically asking you know three questions um about your career to yourself number one is do you like the nature of work that you do it's a very simple question the day to day work that you are doing do you like that or do you feel you are not well suited for it as an example let's say you are currently an engineer do you actually like coding or do you find coding to be boring and it's it's a pain every time you have to you know do it and then you get a lot of feedback from your superiors to to fix things regularly right so that's one you like the nature of your work number 2 you feel there is a good growth path in your career right which means over a period of let's say 5 to 10 years you feel you would be able to achieve a certain level of impact uh, through your work you would be able to get to a certain level of uh, responsibilities and role and perhaps uh, compensation levels as well right so when i say growth path it should not just be pay it should be personal fulfillment the impact you make through your work and the overall title and responsibilities that you're getting so look at growth path holistically right so that's number 2 and number 3 is you have to identify any uh, challenges which you feel you are not able to overcome or deal with on a long term basis for example there could be certain careers which require somebody to work long hours or somebody to work you know random hours sometimes at night sometimes during the day right like for example in healthcare you have to work you know sometimes night shifts as well right or even if you are a doctor at the senior levels okay? so it's not that anybody would be happy as a doctor there are a lot of people who want structure in their lives right and they might not want to do that's a night shift so you have to understand is there anything about the nature of the role which is going to become a challenge or a sticking point for you which you're going to then dislike over a period of time so these are the three core questions right mm-hmm. your uh, likeness of nature of work your growth path and whether there are any unsur- insurmountable challenges in your work Hmm. and base is this you know what your answer is to these three questions you can at least come up with some level of clarity on whether you need a job transition or you need a career transition mm-hmm. so let's assume after undergoing these three steps of the framework they have mm-hmm. decided okay i want to transition right so how can they plan and execute the transition yeah so i think see job transition is much easier compared to a career transition right i mean job transition is something that in, in india at least has been happening over the last like two two and a half decades you know at a very rapid pace so uh, average job tenure in india back in 90s used to be somewhere around 5 to 6 years right at one company today it's around 2 years right 
So what that means is people are changing their jobs very frequently. So people, I think, understand generally what to do when they're changing jobs. You need to, A, understand what opportunities suits you um, best. Then you need to you know, prepare your job applications, your CV, cover letter, LinkedIn profile. And then you need to network with people, right? Get referral opportunities and also apply on the right portals. I think that's a general approach. There might be certain other things you can do to maximize your success rate. But largely speaking, these are the things. Oh, and obviously, like prepare for interviews, right? So, so these are some of the things you do for job transition. Now, career transition is where I would yeah. maybe spend a little more time because that's something that has only started happening more often in the last, let's say, four or five years. Yeah. Right. Now, when a career transition is being considered, first and foremost, you have to understand why you're transitioning or why you want to transition. Because if that why is not clear. It is possible you go through the entire journey of the transition, but still come out unhappy or dissatisfied at the end of it if you have not been able to meet your priorities. So first and foremost, are you changing career because you are passionate about a certain role or you're changing career maybe because you're feeling stuck in your current career and you want to do something very different, right? Or you just feel like there, there are not great future prospects for your industry, for your current domain, right? So that why is very important. Once you have that why clear, you need to then get clarity on what are some of the roles that align with those priorities that you mapped out, right? For example, let's say my interest is in writing and my priority is to, you know, uh, get good work-life balance as well as some uh, decent job security and and pay in that case perhaps you know content marketer role might make sense for you right uh, so you have to align the priorities and interests that you have with the roles that exist in the market which will have future positive prospects so this clarity is very important once you have this then you have to understand your profile and whether there are any gaps vis-a-vis -vis the role that you are applying for so basically do a profile gap analysis. And generally the gaps are either in your skill set or in your network when you're changing careers. Right? So you have to then identify what are some of the core skills that you're lacking, which will help you succeed in getting that role that you're targeting. And how do you bridge the network gap? How do you connect with the right communities and right people who you can then learn from and then perhaps get opportunities to collaborate with them? Once you have done this, then you move to the final phase of your transition where you start looking at your uh, job applications, right? So you look at your resume, cover letter, your interview preparation, LinkedIn profile, all of those things. And then finally start applying for roles, either again on portals, or I would say since 80% of jobs are not advertised on portals, it's very, very important to leverage your network and perhaps LinkedIn to uh, try and identify more opportunities mm -hmm. as you're applying for roles. Yeah. Yeah. So now uh, let's assume this person is ready to hunt the job or make that next career transition. Then comes the profile part. As you said, somebody has to tweak their CVs and also update their LinkedIn profile, which is one of the most important aspects in today's professional world. So what are your tips for someone to optimize their profile in order to maximize the success rate you know honestly there's a lot of uh, 
pointers advice out there on on this stuff navin right like i i will share whatever i think works best but honestly like this is one area where i feel like if you just do a simple google search you will get like hundreds of things you can do right so uh, i think first and foremost you you should look at making a very direct connection between whatever your strengths and experiences are with whatever the roles requirements are so think not from your perspective when you are framing your applications your linkedin profile right think from the employer or the recruiter perspective right why should they hire you and it's not about you know kind of catering to whatever requirements they have it's about very strongly pointing out the linkage between who you are and what you can do in that role in terms of helping the company or the team if you can spell out that that linkage very easily for the recruiter um, or the hiring manager it makes their life very easy and they would want to give you an interview opportunity or or even a job opportunity so this can now translate into different parts of your profile whether it's your linkedin profile whether it's your cv whether it's your interviews that you're doing your goal for the roles that you are trying to land should be to just connect your strengths and skills and your experience with how you can actually translate it into success in the target role that's how it should be apart from that there are tons of advice around like okay your you know use your star approach in resume and yeah. quantify your achievements and you know be succinct and use action verbs so i mean yeah. i think those things are quite commonly available online but yeah. if i'm looking at it from a 10000 feet view my number one advice is make it very easy for the recruiter and hiring manager to connect who you are with what they want to achieve in that role mm-hmm. so so keep it simple and uh, for those of you who are not aware of star it stands for situation task action and result so typically that is approach that is used in terms of articulating your professional accomplishments and also that should be the way in which your talk track should be mm-hmm. during interview process yeah very well explained mm-hmm. arjun now uh, let's move to the next question a while ago you mentioned about the role of mentors right so mm-hmm. uh, let's uh, talk about the role of mentors or coaches in the transition and why should we approach a mentor or a coach yeah that's a brilliant question i think uh, you know people often think about this but they end up not really executing on this and one of the biggest reasons is most people don't have a mentor in their lives to begin with so they don't know what advantages they can have with a mentor right when you don't know something there's less likelihood of acting on it secondly it's kind of hard to find the right mentor today right it's not easy for everybody to just easily find a mentor in their life who suits their professional requirements especially right so because of these two reasons the status quo is such that people just don't have mentors like i would say the 90 to 95% of people out there don't have mentors they have bosses they have managers but they don't have mentors now firstly what is a mentor i think mentor is somebody who has walked the path that you want to walk in your life to a large extent and they want to actually invest in your professional journey meaning they want they are willing to give back to you and help you understand what it will take you know be successful and achieve your goals right so those two things are very important i mean there are a couple of other factors we recently talked about this in one of our other uh, workshops that we had done but to me 
a good mentor is somebody who actually understands the work and career goals you're trying to achieve and then has the interest and willingness to actually invest time and effort in you right now what can the mentor actually do for you and how they can benefit that's the crux of the question right so first and foremost i think talking to somebody who has first hand experience of being in the trenches of the role that you are aspiring for i think there is no substitute get to understand the role or the domain better than that no amount of google research or you know any other kind of source of information will help you understand in the most uh, focused productive and efficient manner what that role or what that industry is really like right that's number one so it's kind of a shortcut to understanding the key points about a role and a, and a career path the second thing which is actually the most important thing is a mentor can help you gain an understanding of what are the resources you need and what are the steps you need to take to be successful so a lot of times let's say i'm starting my own startup now right i can think in my head of 100 things that i should be working on right and just keep processing them in my head or i could maybe even discuss it with a friend or family member who are not entrepreneurs but because i use them as a sounding board you know i take their advice on every and they might have some good uh, feedback as well but they themselves don't necessarily know what it's like to start a startup right but if i have somebody in my corner who has built a moderately successful startup and they can tell me that this is what you need to do in terms of let's say building an mvp you know go to market strategy hiring your team fundraising all of these things and they have done that before i mean imagine how much easier it would make my life right i mean i still have to execute on all of these steps there's no shortcut to execution but this is a shortcut to information gathering and also for brainstorming as to what ideas would work best for you so i think this is probably the most important thing for for mentorship and the last thing i would say is you generally need a sounding board and an accountability partner when you are trying to achieve certain career goals in your life yeah. right um and again you can have your family friend member uh, a friend or family member to help you with that but at the same time if you have a mentor who is you know somebody who has the professional understanding of your domain that is kind of like the game changer for most people and that can help you make decisions not just emotionally or based on your personal life factors that can help you evaluate your career decisions from you know very objective uh, standpoint and in a more professional manner so yeah i think uh, these are some of the reasons that mm-hmm. i would say everybody out there should strive to get a mentor yeah absolutely and i concur with you in fact having a mentor is not only acts as a sounding board and as you rightly mentioned they have already walked through the path similar path at least and they will give you first hand information rather than doing research on google or any other platform and relying on mm-hmm. somebody who is trustable i think it makes more sense and uh, mm-hmm. this has been um, great conversation so far uh, arjun let's add some spice to the episode and it's time for us to kick off the second rapid fire round are you ready oh wow I didn't know there was a second rapid fire but <laughs> sure let's go ahead. All right so here comes the first question if you could have one gigantic billboard anywhere with anything on it what would it say okay um it would say character over charisma substance over style 
mm-hmm. empathy over ego and awareness before action super powerful and uh, if you were stranded on a deserted island what three items would you have with you three items um this is a tricky one i i mean definitely some weapon because i think for survival you need a weapon for sure probably some food and uh, some water yeah I, i don't know this is not my best answer but i've never been on a deserted island so i really am not prepared for it <laughs> clearly <laughs> the I, the idea is just to make you prepared in case if you get an opportunity in future <laughs> <laughs> i hope not i mean i hope i don't have to face that but indeed yeah, yeah. moving to the next one and can you describe yourself in just one word balanced okay and uh, if you could be any fictional character for a day who would you choose and why any fictional character for a day i would say there are multiple people but a lot of them are from real life i would say the one fictional character which i would want to be for a day is uh you know the book that i was talking about uh so to kill a mockingbird mockingbird yeah there is a character in there which is atticus finch uh who is basically a lawyer who helps people who uh, don't have equal rights in society and uh, he's made it his life's mission to to make sure that justice is served to people who don't uh, you know have equality so like something like that i know it's a little serious and deep answer but i think uh, there is a lo- big necessity for people like those in today's world yeah i agree and uh, if you could have a conversation with uh, any historical figure who would it be and what would you ask them wow that's an interesting one um can i give two answers for this yeah, one yeah please go ahead okay <laughs> so one would be van gogh uh, vincent mm-hmm. van gogh right yeah. like uh, yeah. i have always found his life story very fascinating i mean it's one of the bleakest uh, life stories that i have ever come across you know a person so talented yet so under celebrated during their lifetime and understand you know like basically what really motivated them motivated him to keep going despite never ever getting any success in his lifetime right because that is the hardest challenge in life anybody can have when you are doing your best at all times but not finding any results right what keeps you going every day so mm-hmm. really understanding that and uh, the second thing i think i would love to you know have a conversation uh, is probably dhoni i mean i know it's not a fictional character it's a uh, it's ms dhoni he is like the man the myth legend right now right given everything that's happening but again it's kind of like a similar thing except he ended up experiencing a lot of success in his life but if you look at him similar to van gogh he just keeps going he never stops regardless of the wins and losses he's doing it because he loves the game he loves that uh, the art that he has built over his career and uh, yeah i think it's very fascinating for me fascinating for me too i loved uh, both the answers and with that um, it brings me to the last one for the rapid fire what is one electronic gadget that you like to see or invent yourself arjun well if it's a product like a hardware product i would probably uh, say that you know something like a ar sort of a gadget which might already be there i don't know but i think here you know like if you can look at a person like if it's almost real on your phone or some or like especially not person more like spaces let's say i'm checking out a house right that i want to purchase and i can just look at it on my phone rather than actually going to that house yeah. and really to do a proper 3d or 4d tour rather 
I think that would be super cool. Now, uh, that's the product. But if you're looking for like a you know website or an app, then I would love to somehow invent an app where you can be in multiple places at the same time. I don't know how that really gets solved as a as a solution, but like uh, that would be a great thing if you can have multiple versions of you in multiple. <laughs> Maybe the metaverse. I don't know yeah. if that's the answer. Right, right, right. <laughs> Quite interesting. And so let's put you back yeah. to the mainstream. And what will be your key takeaway message to our audience, Arjun? I would say, see, because I'm currently really focused on career transitions. You know, a lot of times people make decisions based on fear and pressure, right? And sometimes you might feel like you made the right decision because of fear and pressure. and uh, sometimes you do need to listen to the fear and pressure but know that there is more than fear and pressure that should determine your career path because that's when you are able to maximize your potential right if you're just always trying to survive or you know just trying to keep your head above the water you will not always you know maximize your potential i think it's important to understand your you know core interests your strengths and then act upon it in a very deliberate way not by default but deliberation that you can achieve your maximum uh, that's what i would you know leave our audience with today super i i loved every bit of the conversation and uh, including the key takeaway and uh, so before i let you go uh, please share how is your experience being hosted on the getting voice platform now i had a lot of fun navin thanks again so much for having me i think uh, the questions you asked were very pointed and i hope they add value to our you know viewers lives and uh, yeah keep doing this i mean you're doing a great job thank you so much and uh, i really appreciate your time and all the insights that you have shared and looking forward to Absolutely. many more conversations in future have a fantastic uh, time thank you so much Arie. sure sure thanks navin so folks that was our enchanting conversation about whether to transition your job or transition your career and it was fun talking to arjun prakash and before we move into the trivia section here is a request to you please subscribe to us in case if you haven't done already also if you have loved the episode and found the conversation useful request you to share with at least three of your friends or colleagues who can benefit from the guiding voice and so that your friends will get to learn new stuff like you and we will get a new set of subscribers thank you so much in advance now let's hop into the trivia segment so i would like to present you a few interesting trivia about career transition after having a great great conversation about career transitions with arjun prakash founder of pivot and uh, folks you know here comes the first fact the term encore careers uh, refers to a growing trend where individuals pursue new careers or start businesses later in life and typically after retiring from their primary careers and the second term is portfolio career and which refers to a career approach where individuals have multiple part time jobs or engage in various projects simultaneously allowing for more flexibility diversity in their work we have interviewed a couple of fractional ctos and fractional cxos so those kind of jobs fall under this category which is portfolio career and uh, you know according to a study conducted by the bureau of labor statistics the average person changes careers five to seven times during their lifetime and here comes 
a few uh, facts about uh, prominent personalities and how they have transitioned their careers. So first one is actor Harrison Ford. You know, he initially worked as a carpenter before transitioning to acting in his late 20s. And he eventually became one of Hollywood's most successful and iconic actors. And the rest is history. And second is Mr. Colonel Sanders, the founder of Kentucky Fried Chicken, KFC, did not find success until his 60s. I think most of you are aware of this fact. But you know, what did he do before his uh, 60s? He had a long and varied career, working as a railroad worker, lawyer and gas station owner before founding KFC. And the last fact is, J.K. Rowling, the author of the Harry Potter series, was a single mother on welfare before becoming one of the wealthiest authors in the world. And her career transition from struggling writer to literary phenomenon is an inspiring example. So folks, by looking at these role models, I'm sure you might have got in inspired to make that career switch or a job switch and go ahead and pursue whatever you deserve. And remember, career transitions are a common and a natural part of many people's lives and they offer opportunities for growth, reinvention and finding fulfillment in new and exciting ways. And I'm looking forward to your feedback on this episode. And also, if you have any comments related to career or job transition, please feel free to comment. And uh, that's all for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Do not forget to share your topic recommendations and guest speaker suggestions through social media or you can email us at theguidingvoiceforyou at the rate gmail.com and I'm your host Navin Samala, a fellow professional and a passionate learner on a mission to make this world a better place to live through conversations that matter and conversations that add value to your life and to your career. Until next time, See you all in the next episode with another wonderful guest. Take care, guys.